We got new boots, and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac, and I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason, too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing, and I didn't have any cowboy boots, and so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots huge on the line dancing floor that's amazing oh yeah so you can really smack the floor and swing around you need cowboy boots yeah i didn't get cowboy boots i got chelsea boots but they're great they're brown oh my god i can't wait to see them they're just i like taking them on and off they're so lovely they're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm-hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets the perfect jeans performance pearl snaps cowboy hats bandanas you name it they'll get you outfitted they believe in western for all and you can feel that when you go into their stores when you walk in you'll be greeted like family i saw them do it to the girlies from the real house of potomac it seemed like they were being greeted like family you'll be offered a boot shine and a drink yes even the hard stuff if you prefer and you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots but if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. You will yeah, 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 they want to know. Hey. 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 I want to be famous. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And we are reporting live, reporting, imagine calling this reporting. We are recording. Reporting live from the PodX Festival in Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee, the PodX Festival in the Music City Center, their convention center that's shaped like Taylor Swift. (laughs) The least hyped place in Nashville. We're, you know, you pass Broadway and people, there are bands playing at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. It's 11. Everyone's wasted. And they're listening to Everyone's wasted. They're riding through the city in their bachelorette vehicles, either a tractor pull or a hot tub or a, we saw buses with the tops off last night we i've did. seen uh what other there's been non-stop Wait, there's buses there's buses with the tops hearse. off. there's tractors there's a hearse but the hearse people weren't drinking the hearse people were looking at ghosts and i didn't see well, they open. were solemn they were <laughs> i was like i'm not a ghost get stop looking at me I want to be like, boo. The hearse was really creepy. The hearse looked new. It was crazy. So like literally any vehicle that's not being used in Nashville, they cut the top off and they shove a bunch of bachelors in there. And Bachelorettes. And a cooler with a lot of beer. And they're like, can we serve on this? And it's like, oh, of course you can. <laughs> because what are the, the cops going to come after you? They start serving. Chase you down Broadway? They start serving at 10 a.m. At 10 a.m. So about Nashville, when they said that Nashville was all bachelor and bachelorette parties, they weren't lying. Like it's truly, it's one of the most amazing and destructive things I've seen in a long time. <laughs> Aside from the scooters, which are here also. Oh my God. Scooters, trash. Yeah, trash but I would wheels. give my life for a scooter. It's trash with wheels. But literally every time Bobby and I leave any building, we're like, scoot. They're fun. There's 800 <laughs> brands. All of them are who's. No, let's do who's and them's of the scooter brands. Okay, Bird is a them because a it them. was the first one to Bird scoot. Is a, Bird is a them. And then Lyft is a them, I think. Lime, the, no, Lime is a them. Lime is a them. And then you see Uber and Lyft and you don't quite know how to use them. You just know you recognize the name, but you're like, because you can use them from the app, but not in all cities. Yes. And the the Lyft ones are actually branded as Lyft. The Uber ones are branded sometimes as Uber and sometimes as some other brand by Uber. It's like Swerve, 
by Uber or something. Which makes sense because you would think they would, you would, you would want them to separate the Uber brand out because people associate Uber with cars. Mm-hmm. And now there's a new one that we passed on the way here, Bolt. Bolt. That's yellow. Bolt. That's like five or six. I would say though, there was the birds are the mostly the ones that I feel like people are using. Limes are always seen like discarded in the river. Limes. <laughs> but what's so funny is like when we Limes were in, like the smiley face killer. when we were yeah, in yeah, Austin yeah. using them, they were so much more trashed because they'd been around longer. You mm-hmm. know, like they got to Austin before clearly they got to Nashville and all of them were just like trashed. Actually like actual trash. Beds, like half of them were stuff. not working. It was like dead bodies throughout the city of these. Of, like they can make a million true crime podcasts about all these scooters that are just found dead in the creek. <laughs> and here they're here. They're a little bit nicer. They are a little bit nicer, but it's going to get bad. Oh, it's always going to get bad. I can't get over the the women we passed on the bachelorette party who were screaming, get your freak on, all the lyrics yeah. to get your freak on, yeah. um, in their matching bachelorette party shirts, in the back of a, it was the hot tub one that says, what is it? No, it was the tugboat one that said, what did it say on the back? Tipsy. Tipsy. The tipsy. And I was like, oh, are they in a tub? And they just weren't. It was just a barge, like a fake barge or something. But you're right about the bathing suit thing. Imagine being in your bathing suit in public, in traffic, we saw in men in a hot tub driving through downtown. You're stuck in traffic. People are looking up for you in their cars. They're just trying to get to work or get home from work. And you're in a hot tub. Everyone is hype, in hype. the in the on the back of the trailer. No one around them is. But hype. you know, like when you're in a bachelorette party or a bachelor party, and you think you're special, and you go somewhere, and you want people to react to you like you're special. Like, oh, look how fun they're, how much fun they're having. But I feel like people here, because there's so many of them, they're not going to react to you like you're special. They're not going to care. If anything, they're you're going to get like they're going to be turned off to you. Yeah. So the only other people who are willing to engage with you are other bachelor and bachelorette yeah. parties. We were at some bar, some rooftop bar, with our friends, and we saw a bunch of them around a table shivering. They were also cold. Mm-hmm. They were shivering. The bachelorettes. It's a whole bunch of noise. Very little. And then signal. we were going down um, an elevator, and some woman who who knows where she was from. Oh, she looks at us and she I goes, "Do any of them own bras?" And I was Did like, "Oh my own, god, none of those." I think she said, "None of those women own bras." And then she something. just walked out, and, and I was, was cackling. She was she was so, so pleased, pleased with her joke. She was funny. It was funny. She was funny. Do you think she checked to see that I was wearing a bra? <laughs> Me and Ray were like, <laughs> no, that woman, that woman was not checking herself. That woman was not checking anything. Oh, I love that woman. She wanted to dump on some people. She was what? She was probably like in her late forties, early fifties. Yeah, I and She her. was happy to dump on like I 20 something, her. 30 something. What women. are they? Any Mona bra? <laughs> Mona bras? She was in some <sighs> chic romper. We this love woman. Nashville so much. Nashville's incredible. It's really fun. We had a great show last night at the city winery. People did show up. So the begging was worth it. We did some country related content that we'll never do again because it was special, not because it was bad. It was very special. We did uh, an engagement. Oh, we did an engagement. Blaze and and Blaze, congratulations. Before our show, wild. Imagine they had to meet us before they got engaged. Wild. Imagine choosing to get engaged at a Who Weekly show. Imagine it. It happened. What does it say about uh, the marriage? It's set. It's great. It's going to be a great marriage. Actually, are you kidding? It's going to move from who to them immediately. It's good luck. To them's. we realize, though, why the ticket count was lower than it would have been on any other I'm screaming. Saturday. I'm screaming. You know why? I'm screaming. We're still screaming. I'm screaming. Betty Who had a show. Playing down the street. <laughs> Betty Who could not have been playing closer. It was almost like we opened for Betty Who. She was on at a later time, but we basically opened for her. We did. And you know what? If Betty Who's out there listening, we'll open for you. We will open for you. Yeah. You want some? Are you some, You want some laugh? You want some funny power? This is, this is Betty's. This is Betty's busiest month of the year. She has no time for. I podcasts. know Pride, Pride starts, and Betty Who is like, eh? Betty Who is Pride Queen. 
Betty Who, her tickets were not cheaper than ours, so it's fine. And she <laughs> she played down the street, and the best hooligans went to her after our show. Yeah. The and then, engaged, the and then some hooligans. hooligans chose us instead of her. That was but then nice. some hooligans were like, I would rather see Betty Who. It's fine. I love That's Who totally Weekly, fine. but I don't want to pit know. us against Betty Who. I don't want to make Betty out, Betty Who out. She be was on our show. We do Betty like her. Who, she's a legend. It's fine. It's okay. But, but out of all people to be playing the same night as us, it's the funniest thing in the world. Because like when we were in LA, it's Kelly Clarkson was playing the same night as us, and I was bummed about that. But it was, you know, a big city, and that was a big. It, we had enough to, to take the scraps. Denver, they were telling us, oh, Fleetwood's playing tonight. Which which is, I can see a tiny bit of overlap, but no one's going to choose. Like, this there's is not a like, competition. This is like if Kim Petras, Britney Spears, like, it's, it, this is not a great, that would not, Cher yeah. would be fucked if Cher was in town. Who else? Carly. Carly, Carly. Ray. Oh, if Carly was in town, if I would go to playing? our show. I would go see Carly. <laughs> Casey would have canceled the show. Would have canceled the show. No, City Winer would have canceled the show. They would have been like, you've sold one ticket. And it's like Bobby's mom feeling bad. <laughs> and she's not even coming. She just <laughs> bought the ticket because she felt bad. She's like, oh. So the but the show went amazing, and then after we went, we went to Peckers. Uh, Peckers, an amazing bar. We did some line dancing. Well, I, I didn't, didn't, but we watched, and then we watched drag queens sing songs we'd never heard of. But Bobby has a new favorite song, which my is, new favorite song is called. Um, it's called Proud. It's called Proud by Heather Smalls. Is that what? And it was? our friend Ray was like, "That's from the Queer as Folk uh, premiere, like pilot." Mm-hmm. And Bobby was like, "I don't care. It's my favorite song. Of all <laughs> it's time. my favorite song of all time." It was also used as London's um, the song, song that of soundtrack, the Olympics. but it soundtracked their audition video. And then they what? won 2012. They won. Who auditioned? London, when you have to submit your city for the Olympics, they submitted it in 2005 or something. The song is like, With What have you done for me? Make you feel so like Lindsay a dra- was like, This is the gayest song I've ever heard. And I'm like, Sobbing. This no, is I'm the sorry. best song I've ever okay. heard in my life. Gayest. We were at a gay bar. They said, Mrs. Pride from 2002. Here she comes. She's wearing a rainbow gown with a crown on like and a she's camp a, crown and she's a drag queen it's like a, a foot long a of foot course. high crown no a real crown a foot high crown a real crown no but she's wearing a crown but the crown <laughs> you know <laughs> she's wearing a crown and they're singing and she's singing this song proud so it's like oh okay I'm sorry this is not no it's the gayest thing in the world it was the best song I've ever heard in my entire life we had a great night it was a great night what else is in the dock today page six Thank you, Nashville, but also thank you, Page Six, for talking about us, for linking us, for commenting about us. I would us. say they wouldn't, they did they not link, link us. They didn't link. They didn't link. I, but know, I think we're past linking. We're past linking. But just to be considered, um, you know, on the upper level of the other people they mentioned, and we'll tell you what we did and what these other people did. Ansel, but... Ansel Elgort, um, star of the upcoming The Goldfish and the also Gold upcoming Finch. Goldfinch, The Goldfinch, The Goldfinch. <laughs> He's in the, the Goldfish. Everyone's and, also um, in the Goldfinch. <laughs> sorry, Donna. Is Donna listening? Donna takes a drag of her cigarette. She knows Ansel. God damn these two. She knows Ansel is in that movie. Are you kidding? In Amsterdam, I dreamt I saw my mother again. Same beautiful pale blue eyes. Also star of the upcoming West Side Story. I'm... Lindsay's beside herself. She's going to be beside herself for the next 18 months. Well, it's wild because our friend Fran... West Side Story. Our friend... Our fr- our friend Fran, friend of, friend of host the of the Law School Jude Law podcast, she texted me, um, when will Ansel, just out of the blue, because that's how we do it, when will Ansel be back at Cannes? When do you think Ansel will go to Cannes? Great question from a movie buff like Fran. Next I was year. thinking next year, if West Side Story is involved, I feel like West Side, West Side Story, Story won't could be done by Cannes, but he might, be promote, he might be doing something else. And anyways, like the day after, literally like a few days after, 
these shelf selfies show up. And so Bobby saw them first. I saw them, I saw them as they were hap- like, it was wild. I was in bed on the who weekly account. You were scrolling. And as you, you know, when you like pull down and refresh a new one and to be like two seconds ago and then like a new one, like three seconds and ago. And then you went to the grid. And then I went to the grid and I was seeing them slowly add and add and add and add and add. And so I started commenting. I love this place on all of them. Page six saw that wrote that up in their article about on very strange behavior on, on the grid. Turns out it was just like, Promo, promo for the goldfinch well first of all Trailer. ansel has this thing and he said it before is that he he goes who will take selfies of me if not me like he has this thing about he's very into like preserving time and space yeah he, he wants his to remember himself as young he wants to just remember the parts of his life he's a very sentimental it was a thoughtful way of looking at narcissism punk. The way that he said that. He was like, if I... Which is true. when he was changing his profile picture every time he took Mm -hmm. a selfie, he would change his profile picture Mm -hmm. to the selfie and it was like a project? Yeah. He's he's good. Um, And they were like shirtless selfies. They were close-up selfies. They were like far away selfies. They were bad selfies. They were were good selfies. They were pouty. And then literally the next day, the Goldfinch trailer drops. And the Goldfinch trailer was excellent, as Lindsay said, which I... it, It was such... It's such it a perfume genius. Could it have pandered any more? It's using um, what's his, what's the song? The opening song of his most recent album, um, "Other Side," which is because it's a build, 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 build crash. Build, build, build. <sighs> okay, so the trailer was really interesting, and I love the way you put this, and I and I think it was such a great way of putting this sort of how teaser, did I put it? Tell prestige me. trailer. You said I love a trailer that could literally be about anything, <laughs> and it was. But it, but that's it's funny, but it's also true. The best teasers, the most iconic teasers, are the ones that tell you nothing about the movie. They're just set to a song. You don't hear dialogue. You don't really get a glimpse of the performances, which could always be bad. It's just like, hey, you're feeling something. Are you feeling what we want you to feel after reading The Goldfinch? No, Probably and, not, but you're I, feeling something. Well, I, first of all, The Goldfinch, if you remember reading it, is just a blur of images. You know, it it, it felt the I same way that did. I don't remember one thing about The Goldfinch. Exactly. It's I remember a, the explosion. I remember the and the bird. I remember a blur, you know, Boris. It's a blur of images. And also, for film, you don't want to ruin the whole movie. No, but you, you want to evoke an emotion. So you want to say, here's what you're going to feel when you're at Here's what you're going to feel when you go to the theater. And it did that. Mm-hmm. It did that accurately. It did that. It did that. It showed Even Nicole, Nicole Kidman in, in another wig. It was great. Well, my favorite thing about the Goldfinch, too, is that Ansel's the There's top. a Goldfinch, too? <laughs> Donna Tart is like, not yet loves. I like like my new, I love imagining Donna You love Tart. your, like, your... Donna Tart. Well, did you Let's read the Bennington. Bennington? Did you read the Bennington? I started it and I was like, I'll do this on the plane. It's kind of fun because no, you really get a good, good. picture people, of Donna. Oh my God, I can't deal with it. What is it? There was some There's like, a Bennington. Um, Donna talking about Bennington. What's it called? A, a told history. A, oral history oral, of Bennington. In, in just, all of these like, all of these authors Brett, of a generation. Jonathan Lethem. Uh, the, There's one guy Donna that's just named Larry David in it. And he's like, I'm not that Larry David. I don't know. My point is, is that the trailer for the Goldfinch cracks me up because it's Ansel Elgort, whose name is already under Ansel's name is someone named Oaks Fegley. Oaks Fegley, who I think plays young Ansel because it's about. Oh, he's young Ansel. Okay. And then under him is someone named Enron Barger. <laughs> And then you get people whose name, like it's like Jeffrey Wright, Nicole right, Kidd, right, well, right, right. who else? Right, Finn Wolfhard Finn, is Finn in Wolfhard. Luke Wilson's in it. Jeffrey Wright's in it. You already said that. Real people, but what I'm saying is, I just love real that this people. movie. The first three names Jeffrey on this Wright poster: and Finn Wolfhard, real people. This brave poster has Oaks Fegley, Ansel Elgort, and Anarind Barnard. Who are these people? Donna Tart's like, like precisely who I wanted, Kaz. <laughs> she's like, Oaks, I don't know how she talks. Oaks what does her Fegley. voice sound like? Oh, that? Oaks is from 
Pete's Dragon. You love Pete's oh Dragon. Oh my god! Oh, he's young and so yes. So oh my Oaks. god, that Pete's Dragon. If you have not seen the remake of Pete's Dragon, grab a box of tissues and hold on to your butts. It is just the most wonderful movie. Oh. And Anoran is Anoran. known Anoran. for Dunkirk. Where do these Warren people live? Peace. Middle Earth? What is this? I don't know. It's wild. This kid only plays like like interlude in Prague. No, I hate that. Um, the movie looks fine. I'm worried that it comes out in September, which is like yes. not quite summer, not quite fall, not quite awardsy. Uh, right, like why isn't weird. the Goldfinch being set up for awards? It is. I mean, it's awards-ish. It's just a weird slot. So I don't know what Donna's to make of like, it. It could be, it's not like the word you go Bernadette slot. When does that come out? Like t- tomorrow? No one knows. That movie looks fucking insane. Talk about a movie where so you, you can't thing. tell I remember, what it's about. I remember so much about where you, where'd you go Bernadette. I remember nothing about gold. I remember none, nothing about gold. Then. Okay, but the Bernadette trailer is like, oh, boom, bum, buddy, bum, 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 <laughs> where'd you Blanche. go? Where'd you go? Like, <laughs> Kate Blanchett mud, in a wig. Mudslide. Who's the daddy in that? Who's the daddy? <laughs> Because Kate Blanchett's mommy, and then there's the girl, and then there's the daddy. Justin, Thur- no, he's like a, he's like the daddy. I was taken by her beauty and talent. He's like daddy. The kids are like, where did she go? Is when it he's Stanley like Tucci? Antarctica. No, she wants the girl wants to go to Antarctica. What is Lawrence th- Fishburne, Judy Greer, Troy no. and Belisario was in it. That's good. Good for her. He plays the mudslide. Oh, the mudslide. Oh, that Who plays poor the mudslide. daddy? I'm looking, Lindsay. It's weird because. Kate Blanchett is doing her best impression of an American person where she puts on like a drag queen wig and she's like, I'm here to travel. And I like, where I'm, have I disappeared to? Kate Blanchett, Kate Blanchett as an American is like technically bad. Always, always bad. But we forgive her. Family trip to Antarctica. Ponies are cute and maybe not as much trouble as we thought. Kate Blanchett as Carol is like a little too much. You're like, well, Carol is, is perfect, but. Uh, Don't you think, though, if Kate Blanchett was actually American, she would still sound like that? Like, she wouldn't sound like us. She would still sound like Kate Blanchett, but American. Yeah, she sounds like Catherine Hepburn's slightly younger yes, cousin. Yes, yeah. yes, It's like she's still doing the Catherine Hepburn She'd affectation. Like, Howdy, kids. Like, here I come. <laughs> it's me, your mother. You won't see me for long. I'm Bernadette. I love living in the Pacific Northwest. Something unexpected has come up. There's much more explanation coming, but I have this one shot. Okay, so what's going on in the news aside from Ansel Elgort posting a lot of selfies? Oh, I can tell you what's going on in the news aside from Ansel Elgort posting a lot of selfies. Let's just scroll down the document. My favorite news story of the week is this one. Michelle Monaghan, Michelle Monaghan, Michelle Monaghan and Hilary Duff have cool new haircuts. I never clicked it. No, I clicked it. The haircuts were not cool or memorable, but it was one of those uh, those yeah. things that e- that Us Weekly does a lot where they uh, they act like they write a new headline, but the story doesn't really change. They just update new haircuts over the span of like a month. It says it's a photo gallery, essentially, mm-hmm. and then it leads smart. into the other head- the it's haircuts. Smart. Yeah. They're getting a lot of clicks. Stars have haircuts, too. Um, oh, we asked we asked. Um, we asked our followers to help us figure out where I Love This Place is from to go back to Ansel. Yeah. We forgot. We literally made the I Love This Place joke. I mean, we still think it's hilarious, but we do not know where it came from. We remembered thanks to a a hooligan. hooligan. It was in a Julianne Huff episode and we were talking about her Instagram and someone commented, I love this place. God, you're going to make me have to find it and then we're going to have to cut it back No, but you you texted me about it. It was like, we have the timestamp. Okay. We have the timestamp. This comment, Roberta Jansen, I love this place. <laughs> Enjoy. 
Where's the place? Do they they mean Julianne Huff's Instagram grid? I don't know. Is that what they mean? I love this place. She loves being here. She loves being at Julianne Huff's Instagram. I guess I do too. I also love this place. I mean, it just, it felt like I was just. I'm going to start commenting, I love this place on who's on our Instagram. I love this place. You got to do enjoy, smiley face. Army Hammer in a new tracksuit, like with his wife. I I love love this place. place. (laughs) Smiley face. It's true. I never know what to comment on their Instagrams. I always want to like get a good jab in there, but I also just want to be nice because it's like their place, you know? Mm hmm. Vet bills can be expensive, but Spot Pet Insurance can give you up to 90% cash back on vet bills, so you can worry less about high vet bills. Yep, up to 90% cash back on vet bills for unexpected accidents, illness, and even routine care. And with Spot Pet Insurance plans, you can go to any vet you want in the U.S. or Canada. There's no network you need to stick to, so visit your favorite vet and you can save money on expensive vet bills. That's Spot Pet Insurance. It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit SpotPet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit SpotPetIns.com slash sample-policy. Spot Pet Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. The most important thing in the news, though, and Mandy Moore's not dead. But she might have killed. She might have killed. So everyone's like... (laughs) Everest, those people waiting in that line, torture. Me on the Cape, my, I'm coming down to get something to eat. My dad is watching the local news and the 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 visions of the line, people waiting in line at the top mm-hmm. of Everest. If I climbed Everest all the way to the top and I had to wait in a fucking line, I would jump right off. In a place where climbers are abundant but oxygen is scarce, adventurers are stuck in a sluggish line waiting to summit Mount Everest. Experts say because of the long line, climbers are spending too much time in the so-called death zone where oxygen is limited. I'd start texting Lindsay like, ugh, sending angry emojis. I'm in line at the top of Everest. I'm 50 feet from the summit and there's a fucking line. Like, I would have a heart attack from just... Anyways, bleak news. Sorry, but somebody literally died. I mean, many people died. Many? Well, many people have died, but somebody somebody did die recently. No, but like people have been dying this season. There's been like ten deaths, right? Eleven, I think. Yeah, because they keep putting in the Mandy Moore headlines. But like, but what's wild is Mandy Moore put like a TBT post because we all, all of us, culture, we have broken brains now. Where like when something bad happens, we immediately have to like put our take on Instagram, Twitter, social media. And so she's like, wow, people are dying on Everest. I've been to Everest. I have to post about it because I have photos of me at Everest smiling with Eddie Bauer. No, she was at the same time hiking. She was hiking somewhere else, though. Ever No, at the bottom of Everest. Oh, she was at the base camp? So okay, whatever. Mandy Moore hiked yeah, to the base of camp of Everest. These people hiked further up to the top and then had to wait in line and it was tragic. So Entertainment Weekly, like the geniuses they are, tweet, Mandy Moore successfully hiked to Mount Everest Base Camp as the mountain's death toll rises, which makes it seem like Mandy Moore brought the death. As a lot of Twitter users pointed out, it makes it seem like Mandy Moore is bringing death She's to the, the grim climbers of reaper, Mount Everest. Which is what I was trying to think of last night. She's the oh, grim you remember that word. reaper. That name. Um, she is not the Grim Wheat Reaper. She's just, a, you know, an Everest climber. You know, you can just like buy it. It's $10,000. They got to raise the price. You know what it should be? More than fucking $10,000 if people are dying. But Mandy Moore only climbed like, you know, 10% of it. Everyone else, you know, climbed to the top. Here's e-, e News wrote, a trek to remember. Mandy Moore reflects on a magical climb to Mount Everest Base Camp. And the Daily Mail wrote, Mandy Moore is seen for the first time in LA since she made it to Base Camp at Mount Everest, where 11 people have died so far Awful. this year. 
amid amid I'm surprised I Daily mean, Mail isn't doing that more often like, sometimes I like, feel like uh, it's shameless but sometimes but for this Ansel Elgort posts s- several shirtless selfies to Instagram amid death toll rising on Mount Everest I mean is he not I mean it's true we're all doing things amid the death toll rising on Mount Everest we're all doing things you know what Lindsay told me I did not realize when someone dies on Mount Everest they just leave the body a lot of the time they have to just leave them that's there that's horrifying well, you know they're fro- frozen they're not going to decompose horrifying. it's hard to get them down these Sherpas they're like you know, it's a lot of work to bring the body down. They barely can get them up. It's awful. Someone did mention when she climbed Mount Kilimanjaro in oh, I yeah, think Mandy's the Entertainment Weekly thing. A lot. She loves to climb, especially if it's a sponsored Spawn. climb. This story said Moore, who took on the trek with friends Ashley Stryker and Chase Weidman, with the help of guide Melissa Arno Reed and Eddie Bauer, also reflected on the people who have walked on the same trails before her. It's like, excuse me, you can't just casually say and Eddie Bauer as though he's A, still alive, and B, not a sponsored Maybe like, they thing. were accompanied by his ghost along with the ghosts of the other yeah, people who have we died are on Everest. probably accompanied by Eddie Bauer's ghost right, right now. I mean, if I'm wearing Eddie Bauer, I assume that I, his ghost is with me, and I'm not wearing Eddie Bauer. I'm only wearing Everlane. Fun fact, he's a real person. I didn't really realize that. And when I was Googling like is he a real person because i was like is it is ll being a real person i don't know is he i don't know I'm asking it's like you. uh what's his name is it uh jay peterman is it right well, that's from seinfeld but it's a real catalog <laughs> it's a real catalog very soft huge button flaps cargo pockets drawstring waist deep by swing vents in the back perfect for jumping into a gondola how do you know all that that's my coat you mean yes I'm Jay Peter. Eddie, Eddie Bauer, Bauer is, is a real, real person, person who dressed, guess what, like Eddie Bauer. Guess, if you want to know what he looked like, imagine someone wearing Eddie Bauer clothes exclusively, and that's Eddie Bauer. Oh my God, L.L. Bean is real too. His name is Leon, Leon Wood Bean. Leon, Leon Wood? L.L. Bean's name is Leon, Leon Wood? Le- is it Leon? No, it's L- Leon, Leon Wood. His he was name born, is Leon, Leon. He was born in Maine, and he died in Pompano Beach, Florida, which sounds about correct. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Wait. Are you kidding me? Shut up, shut up, shut up. According to grandson of Leon L. Bean, the latter's middle name may have been originally Linwood, but accidentally changed to Leonwood. In fact, the Freeport town clerk's report for the whatever, whatever period, Leon Linwood Bean married a Bertha Davis Porter. So his name could have been Linwood, but it changed to Leonwood. My God. It's like the Oprah story where... On her birth certificate, it said Orpa because it was a misspelling, and then she changed. It was like, no, it's Oprah, and right. they had to change it. This right. is like they noticed it, but they were like, leave it. Who cares? <laughs> Lee, Lee. This is Leon so Leon would silly. Be Leon, do you think that because doing Leon Leon oh, Wood? So, no, what? oh no, what? it's just one of those families. His granddaughter's name is Linda Bean. This whole fucking family is L's. Like, you know it. You know the whole. I thought family you were going to say else. like they're Nazis, and I was like, cut this. <laughs> no. no, no, but you know no, how like they're important to Maine. If you are an L.L. Bean heir, you're going to have to name your kid L something. Yeah. What L would you use? Lindsay? Yeah, duh. Lindsay Bean? Lindsay, Lindsay Bean. (laughs) But would you, like, Lindsay Wood. Lindsay, Lindsay Wood Bean. (laughs) Lindsay, Lin. I like, I like L. Lindsay Bean. Like, I have this, like, mysterious, like, initial L. L, Lindsay Bean. L. Lindsay Bean. And then you're like, what does L stand for? And I'm like, Lindsay also. And it's Lindsay, Lindsay Bean. Um. Pompano Beach, Florida. L.L. Bean used to be like more beloved because they always gave you a full discount on anything you've ever bought from them of all time. And they stopped doing that because people like my mom's... The refunds. Yeah, the refunds. But like people were taking advantage of it like my mom and then they stopped doing that. And I feel like they've lost a lot of uh, cred. L.L. Bean is giving the boot to what shoppers believe to be a lifetime guarantee on all products. The company says its return policy 
has been misinterpreted and confused with the LL Bean 100% customer satisfaction guarantee. I'm not sure why they made the decision, and um, I wish they would reinstate it. I mean, I don't know. I still use them. I got in right under the wire with them because I bought a pair of duck boots one season and they didn't fit. And I'm like terrible at returning things. Josh is probably listening to this being like, yeah, you're worse than he's making it seem. I'm so bad at returning things. I just let the boxes sit. Terrible. I'm terrible. It's like the what you, it's like the burnout it's essay. It's not like you because there's a difference between being terrible like you just don't return them or you, but you pack them up and they just I sit. I pack them up and the boxes sit. You know I hate going to the post office. My hellscape post office? Yeah, but... The Adelphi post okay, office? Okay, but you gotta go to our... You gotta, yeah, and I only recently... I finally live next to iMail and more. It's amazing. I-Mail and you more is the best place in the whole world. Are you You kidding? drop it off. Fine. I will reveal it. I will drag this post office. The Adelphi station is terrible. There's always a line that goes well, out the door. This, this this podcast, they're gonna get you're gonna complains get. about the USPS. Okay. Anyways, point is, what is I it? got it under the wire, mm-hmm. and so I bought the duck boots, and they did. I had never had duck boots before, and I'm like, I lived in New York for so long, I need to buy duck boots. This is so crazy, and I buy them in the middle of snowy season, in the middle, you know. So it's like if you buy them in the middle of snowy season, there's a wait because they have to make yeah. them. So they come late and I'm like, I can't even use these. They're too big. I need to return them to get a size smaller. Whatever. LL Bean will let me return these even when I'm like 100 years old. I'll do it next year. Uh-oh. And then in the middle, it was like right around the Leon, fall. Leon Bean came out of the grave and said, no more returns. <laughs> <laughs> Leon, Leon Bean was like, it's affecting our bottom line. <laughs> Leon, Leon Bean is if like... If it was affecting their bottom line, they would have been closed for 100 years already. So Leon, Leon Bean says... Mm-mm, we're not doing it anymore. We're only going to do 30 day or 60 day or something. You know what I think it is though? I think it's, I think online shopping is what fucked their bottom line because before like the full, the hundred percent refund, you had to go to the store. I think it was like only for the real true heads. Mm-hmm. And yeah, now you lived in Maine. Right. So no, I, <laughs> where there wasn't. No. So what I'm saying is I, I sent, I sent them back in. I was like, I literally packed that. I wrote a little letter and I was like, dear I'm, Leon, dear I was like, Leon, I Leon, up, blah, 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 blah. Like, please let me do this. And then they, let me do it. And then there was like, they sent me an email that was like, we'll accept this on this term, but this was the last time we'll be able to do this or something. Because they sent me an email in response to my handwritten letter in the box that I put in the Leon Leon Bean. I mean, you were like writing to the ghost of Leon Leon. Leon Leon Leon, Leon Wood Bean. Leon Leon Wood. Anyways. L.L. Bean them? Does everyone in America know L.L. Bean? Is it like a Rite Aid? No. Rite Aid's a who? I love a L.L. Bean tote. Like they're really big. L.L. Bean rolls. Great yeah. canvas tote. Oh, yeah. With your initials on it? Would yeah. you get your initials on it? I really, well, oh, oh God, here's one thing. My embar- my really, really embarrassing LLB moment. I bought the wrong size tote once. I was like, I'm getting my initials, but I'm getting it just B-O-B as the monogram. So it said Funny. Bob. Funny. Funny. I Good. bought the wrong, I bought the wrong size. I bought the small one. Small? It was teeny tiny. I looked like a crazy person holding it. You can't return monogram stuff. No, sorry. So I just had this teeny tiny little LL Bean tote. So who has it now? No, I gave it, I gave it to Goodwill. You gave it to Goodwill? Yeah, who wants a bot? Like, what am I going to give it to a friend? It's tiny. A little kid can use it or something. A little kid I thought named Bob. No, yeah, I gave it to Goodwill. Anyway, Leon Leon. That's in the trash now, I gotta say. <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, God. How much did that cost you? It actually wasn't that bad because I got it at a discount. Okay. The reason I bought it because it was on sale. Okay. So when Lindsay and I are recording new episodes of the podcast, we're often like, okay, well, we talk about a lot of the same people all the time, you know, like Ansel, um, Meghan Mandy. Markle, Mandy. Who's become a who, basically, in terms of our... Absolutely. Yeah. Despite her being on the most popular show on television. But I still think that she is a who. But we talk about Cara Delevingne a lot. We talk about Ashley Benson we, sometimes. Mm, barely. Sometimes, we still don't really know who she is. Occasionally. They're both in the film Her Smell, which Lindsay and I both 
hated. hated. Although you hated way more. I mean, in the middle of that movie, Bobby had his head in his hands. I've never seen such a like visceral reaction to a film. I hated. Oh my her god, you were so. I think much. you would have got up and left if it wasn't. Yeah. Okay. I would have gotten up and left. I absolutely. I never leave movies. What's I would have left. Her smell or Vox Lux. Her smell. Actually, you know what? I don't know. Yeah, it's a debatable. I just don't even get me started on her smell because I won't shut up. Point is, we talk, we've talked about I would Cara. say Fox Lux's works because there's not one good performance uh, in Fox Lux, but in mm, Jude Law, but in her smell, there is one good performance that's Amber Heard. <laughs> no? The other, no? The other members of her smell I thought were great. Like Cara Delevingne. No, 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 no. They were in that other band. Elizabeth Moss's bandmates. Yeah. Those two women were great. Yeah. Well, I mean, th- whatever. The the point Cara is... Delevingne and Ashley Benson were not great. So I would say her smell's better. Point is, oh my God, I'm telling you, don't make me talk about her smell. We've talked about Cara, we've talked about Ashley, we like to talk about new people. So the new person in this story is Sex Bench. <laughs> and, you know, as you know, uh, Cara used to be the Leonardo DiCaprio of lesbians, but now it's Kristen Stewart again, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, who I guess is back with Stella Maxwell. We didn't talk about that, but she t- she dumped um, the Dinkin, and she's back <laughs> Dinkin, with... <laughs> Dinkin. She's back with um, this, the Victoria's Secret model. Good. Her true love. My dear true love. Maybe she's in love. I love Kristen Stewart so much. Okay, so Cara Delevingne, who used to be the queen queen lesbian, has now really settled down with Ashley Benson, of all people. Not to be rude, but of all people. (laughs) You're lying. (laughs) You can't do that while I'm literally sipping tea. Okay. Well, chokes. (laughs) No, my esophagus. I love these shorts that Cara's wearing. I want them. So these two were pictured gleefully <laughs> loving every gleefully second carry first of all how f- heavy could the sex bench be it's got to be so heavy okay they're both carrying this bench this sex bench um the daily mail says cara de Levine and ashley benson carry a 360 pound leather sex bench monetary uh, monetary unit not weight unit 360 pound when you said 360 pound oh, you mean no 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 pounds like dollars pounds. Yeah, yeah yeah complete with restraint as rest- complete with restraints as giggling girlfriends take extremely racy purchase into their la home and there are many photos of these two just gleefully laughing their asses off walking in their sex bench and and the daily mars mail zooming in they're checking the the upc code what is it the ipc code upc yeah the upc yeah. code on that thing that was i cannot Look believe at you you I, got the acronym i couldn't know that oh my God. i'm like the grim reaper and then, then upc code <laughs> <laughs> so it's called the obedience extreme sex bench um it has they put the they put the box in the story and it says ergonomically designed for deeper penetration perfect for a spanking punishment punish and restrain as you see fit bondage with or without straps and yet they cannot deal with the word dick in it it says it is unclear whether the couple purchased the additional extra from the machine the dictator sex machine which features a sex toy and retails at around 800 pounds they censored dick which i thought was very funny can you buy this on amazon yes how much does it cost 386 dollars and 38 cents it went down <laughs> wait it went down by two dollars. Well, remember when I screenshot that? There was one left. Now there's none left. Somebody bought that, bought it, and now that they, you're they're shipping from a different place. You can tell Amazon had to adjust. Anyways, I'm a sex bench woman because you have to model this. You have to show how the sex bench works. So if, no, you didn't, yeah. if you didn't have a woman on it, it would look like one of those Boston Dynamics robots, the ones that are like. And who would want to fuck on one of those things? Right. No, I know. It's like this is horrible. Well, what's crazy the is they sell a lot of sex devices on Amazon, oh, on Amazon. and then the, they have to very creatively blur out the women's vaginas and boobs mm-hmm. as they show off what these devices do. Cause yeah. some of them are like, they'll hold your legs open or they'll hold your <laughs> ass open or like whatever, but they can't show the open ass or vagina. This podcast is rated R. Um, anyway, this woman, I love that you have to be a model. Like you have to be a model. So here she is. She loves it. She's great. She's smiling. She looks like Sophia Coppola. It's wonderful. 
Um, Just Jared covered it. It says, here's why Cara Delevingne and Ashley Benson bought that sex bench. We know why. Well, what's crazy is that Just Jared somehow got the exclusive on them saying we got it for a friend. Which is cool at Just Jared. I got it. How did Jared, Just Jared be? Jared. You think Jared just Jared ca- probably knows Jared Cara. knows Cara. Or Ashley. Jared Cara, knows everyone. it's Jared. Can you set the record straight? I'm telling you, Jared knows everyone. I know. Oh, wait. It weighs 44 pounds. So they could have... That's actually... That's, that's actually not as heavy as I thought it was. So these it's two very, were, So here's my thing. I'm telling you, that's that's not that's a poorly made sex bench. Well, it only weighs forty four dollars. Oh, because you know, only is yours pounds. better made? No, I'm saying like a bench is heavy. Is your sex bench better made? I don't than have that? a sex bench, but I've been on like a weight bench. They're like here's metal. Here's my thing: like, if it's only forty four pounds and they're carrying it together, it's a shtick. Because you could just carry that yourself. Of it's a shtick. I know, but you, that it really just proves that it's a shtick. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 Sex bench, sex bench. Can I? So the best part is the the Amazon people ask questions on Amazon. Mm-hmm. The questions asked are: Can this be broken down so I can put it away? I hope so. And then it says: What's the shipping box size? Would this bench be good for fisting? <laughs> oh boy. Would this bench be good for fisting? Question. I've seen many that were either too wobbly or they were not ideal for this activity. Uh, would this bench be good for handballing? Wait, I don't even know what that is. It's fisting again. Oh. You roll your hand up into a ball, I think. Uh, oh, that's obvious. Because it says, thank you for the inquiry. This bench would definitely be good for fisting as long as everything was installed and set up correctly. <laughs> Jesus. You think Amazon is just a place to buy, you know, toilet paper? Mm-mm, honey. Mm-mm. Get a sex bench. <laughs> um, you know what I'd love to buy on Amazon? The n- subject of our next story. We're moving on? Yeah, I'm gonna, we're going to move on from sex bench. We've done enough. We talked about fisting twice. Um, Hi, I'm Ashley Benson, and these are my 17 favorite things. Number 11, a favorite rumor I've read about myself. Yeah, I guess that I've dated all my co-stars on uh, PLL, and that Shay and I actually dated. Wild. This is from page six. It's an exclusive, although I have read it in other places. They just got actual, they got interviews with the lawyers, which is why it's their exclusive. Tom Petty's daughter... I um, love this, by whose the way. name is uh, Adria Petty, and there's also an Anakin Petty, but I think the main issue is Adria. Adria Petty is in a dispute with Tom Petty's wife, who was his wife at the time of his death a couple years ago. Uh, her name is Dana Petty. They were married for 10 years before he uh, he died. And Tom Petty was married twice total. Right. He has so, two children with the first wife. Right. So I bring it up because Dana is not Adria's mom. No. Jane, Jane Benio, they divorced in 1996, mm-hmm. is this woman's mom. Adria is Tom Petty's actual daughter, like biological daughter. Anyway, so they're in a legal dispute. And page six spoke to lawyers on both sides and dana's lawyer is like um dana's lawyer is saying you know adrian anakin have gone from unconscionable to unhinged and they need to be stopped um the lawyer also said dana is certain tom's fans would find it a sad perversion of tom's legacy i'm being vague here because i don't want to reveal what this fight well, is about basically you see like, these headlines and you're like what the fuck could she be doing to his legacy there like, there the, the descriptions are just so intense mm-hmm. and then you scroll down and you find out what they are fighting over is salad dressing literally salad dressing like, like adria wants to turn his wants to make a Tom Petty salad dressing mm-hmm. among other brands, but he, she wants to make a Paul Newman type, you know, um, what am I trying to say? Food, pro, like a uh, packaged food item business. And this Wait, one website. That's so funny. Fun fact about Adria, just before you even talk about her even mm-hmm. more, she directs music videos. Oh, great. She directed princess of China. 
<gasps> she directed Countdown, the Beyonce video. What? An incredible the video. The Beyonce was pregnant? Oh my God. She directed a lot of Tom Petty videos, obviously. She directed a lot of Regina Spector videos. She directed Beyonce's Sweet Dream videos. She directed, uh, what else would be really? No, that's pretty much it. Anyways, and TV commercials and uh, films, a few films. Princess of China was like, I used to love Princess of China. And one other fun fact, just quickly, just quickly. Benio, her mom, once told that once told mutual friend Stevie Nicks that she had met Petty at the age of 17. Nicks misheard Benio's North Florida accent, inspiring the song. Edge of 17? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Just like a white wind sings a song, sounds like she's singing. age of 17 oh wait what does a north florida accent sound like i don't care but that sounds amazing uh, no i can't i can't even begin to know so she wants yeah. to start she wants to start the salad dressing company dana <laughs> is not having it dana is like absolutely here's not. what i think though salad dressing is one of the specific things under this umbrella of things that this woman wants to start mm-hmm. but that sure. is the most crude one that they're pulling out as an example yeah, but, uh, the thing about it is you think it's fine what, you I, don't, love salad what I don't dressing. understand is that like tom petty is dead right People, people like Tom Petty. Paul Newman's legacy. To use that as your as your comparison, people love it, and people right, respect. Because you're saying, it. you're saying, how dare it doesn't they degrade a brand. Race his legacy with salad dressing, much like Paul Newman. And you're over here going, I love Paul Newman salad dressing. It doesn't degrade it a brand. Rules. I went up to Connecticut to Paul's house, and he told an incredulous Gene Shalit that yes, he was putting his name on a salad dressing that he himself had the recipe for. You got to shake it frantically. Uh huh. And if anything, I like him more because he made a salad dressing. Yeah, and yeah, he gives he gives a lot of the proceeds to all of charity, it. I think go to it. charity. Sure, sure, that 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 doesn't help. I mean, that doesn't hurt. But like, plenty of people make like drinks, food food stuff, like just products. I don't understand how salad dressing is degrading a brand. No, I don't. I agree with you. It doesn't make any sense. And also, like, they could make healthy salad dressing, and then like people they could market it well. You know, I don't know. We love we love a celebrity on a brand. Yeah, no, true. So we would, who cares? We would die to have a salad dressing. It's just like, and it's obviously like you could put his name on like a guitar. You could put his name on like musical. They already have. But that's such a that's a tiny little niche. That's a tiny little niche. Yeah. Expand the brand. Put Petty's face on a salad dressing. It's, well, it's okay. also true. It's like Tom Petty has a very good reputation, and so to continue his legacy in fine products like salad dressings, if they were good salad dressings, they were good Thousand Island. Mm. <laughs> Doesn't take much to make good salad Thousand Island. Everyone knows that salad island, that Thousand Island dress. We did this at the live show last night. Everyone knows that salad dress, that Thousand Island salad dressing is just mayonnaise. not everyone. Your brother mayonnaise. did not. My brother did not. Mayonnaise, ketchup, relish. That's Mixed it. together. You mix them. And you, you don't even need island. the relish, honestly. I mean, you do need the relish, but like if you were just like out you need somewhere, the acid. you need a little of the acid. Well, you always want the acid, but I'm just saying, like, if you wanted like the poor man's quote unquote Thousand Island slash Russian, you just mix that ketchup mustard together. A life hack for those of you who. Um, frequent delis and get sandwiches and you know you know i'm just making up an order like you know a, a tuna and cheddar lettuce and tomato on a roll you know great at thousand island i promise you i promise you you will love it you'll never get another secret sauce in every single situation secret sauce is thousand island dressing usually without the, the relish but like spiced up a little yeah they'll say oh our secret sauce that's like a sauce. version of why do you think it's pink it's mayonnaise and ketchup in varying degrees, like varying other ratios. Things. And they're like, "Ooh, we put like we put like half a teaspoon of turmeric in ours, and or like, like horseradish whatever. Like, or whatever." It's fucking it's mayonnaise. It's mayonnaise and ketchup. <gasps> oh God, where'd we get to? I really, I really don't even know. But now that we've had our salad, it's time to talk about cake. Did you see Jonathan Shebbins' face cake? Did I see it? It's haunting my dreams. 
see it. This worked better at a live show, but I think we can still do this justice over audio. Jonathan Chebin. Um, well, the point is that Jonathan Chebin, he associates himself with food. Disgusting food. food. God, disgusting but food. There is not a food that Jonathan Chebin has associated with himself that isn't fully disgusting. Like, I cannot believe that people pay attention to and celebrate this man for associating himself with purely people, disgusting food. People do not celebrate him. They, are they f- laugh at it. He has fans. Yeah, but they're laughing at it. They're him. like, food God, we love your food. They're and it's like... It. The thing about the food God cake um, that's so scary is that Bloomhouse could take that cake and option that because photo it looks right like now. Annabelle. It looks like Annabelle. It looks like Annabelle. You know what it could be? It could be the spinoff of the Happy Death Day movies because it could be like a cake that's introduced in the third one and then it gets its own spinoff like the Annabelle. The Annabelle didn't start as, as a franchise. But what's so scary about a cake aside Annabelle for the fact that it looks like Jonathan Chebin kind of? I guess you'd it would chase you around. It would it always appear like, if you ate it. You either you got diarrhea. No, you don't get diarrhea. No, are you kidding? Are you kidding? But then, when's the last time he? Had, when's the last time that man had fiber? Guys, we are the most decadent, disgusting, over-the-top people on YouTube for sure. No one's eating gold macaroon. Look at this. Look at this here. Wow, this is some Dubai shit right here. You're saying he's fully constipated. He's fully constipated. But he's I always, down. my joke is that he makes, has diarrhea. You say he's fully constipated. No, you have to have fiber. He doesn't have fiber. What's worse, diet? diarrhea or constipation? Constipation. You think so? I think so. Diarrhea is better. Because at least when you, at least when you, we're, I'm not having this conversation. We're not having this conversation. No, we're not having this conversation. Point is, a Bloomhouse movie about the the Jonathan Shepard cake would be a breakout hit. No, it would. It's such a terrifying cake. You gotta, you gotta. If you're in the car, you pull a, over. You, eat, you eat a slice. You, <laughs> you, you open it. the fridge and you're like, <gasps> yeah, no, it's terrifying. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's he, true. You eat a slice, yeah, and then it grows back. And it would make sense for a Jonathan Shepard cake to a Jonathan che- a, a food item a disgusting food item that looks like Jonathan Chebin to chase you because that is his entire career <laughs> you know it's like he literally is the purveyor of shit food if Samin Nasra is the in an MCU universe yeah is the superhero yeah the Jonathan Chebin yeah. is the supervillain yeah no 100% he's the enemy of all foodies so the enemy of salt anyone fat, who acid appreciates heat is, food and cares about ingredients is the enemy of Jonathan Chebin so the, the opposite of salt fat acid heat is like uh, corn syrup MSG natural flavors xanthan gum phosphate what is it phosphate phosphate r i just made it up phosphate r yeah, it would just be it. or um, yeah it would just be like fake flavor filler and, shit and no offense i feel like in this in this superhero movie the the winner samin loses well because jonathan is like because, plays dirty well, because big corn shows up and is like mm, sorry samin <laughs> you know big corn is on the team of of jonathan, of jonathan, uh, jonathan, jonathan. Jevin. jonathan Jevin is like basically sponsored by thanos wishes oh. Thanos is like, <gasps> like didn't oh, no. Thanos like get fat and whatever he probably he like is Jonathan Jevin. I don't know. I actually don't know how I remembered the name Thanos. Off how I met how I remember the name Thanos. Bobby <laughs> forgot the name Thanos. Anyways, oh speaking of, but but Jonathan Jevin isn't the only Kardashian who's had bad cakes. Scott I think Disick I think there are uh, there are other cursed Kardashians who have bad cakes. Scott Disick, who I definitely signed a deal with the devil to be famous and now is hating his life every day of it until he dies. Every single day is he just turned thirty six? The king of bad cakes. Mm-hmm. Thirty six years old. He has a cake. Um, the cake is white. It has black frosting, which I still don't understand. Black frosting is fully whatever they use in black frosting is like has a horrible dye that gets on your teeth and your lips and your mouth and you can't get it. You're off. stained. <laughs> Why am I eating this? It doesn't taste like anything. Anyway, it's awful. His cake it's like chic. On his cake, it says, happy birthday, Scott, but it's written in, Bobby. All caps, Old English. Illegible. The Old Illegible. English who invented this font are like, are like no. no, we didn't mean <laughs> for this to be. <laughs> this is, you can't We didn't. <laughs> the Old just English. Like, the candles are just sort of like plopped on there, just like willy-nilly. They look Lord terrible. Lord or whatever, this is like his font, but it's like. Even the Lord is like, no. <laughs> Lord is like, no. 
I can't read that. The Lord. Well, I don't know. Whatever Lord you prefer is like, no. He is just disgusting. It's not the first bad cake he's had. I think he's been, this guy has been. He has a lifetime of bad cakes. Yeah, he's th- cursed. This is his purgatory to have bad cakes. Every yeah. year he celebrates his birthday in a different strip club, mm-hmm. at a different bar. At a different, just a, or just a club. Or just a club. In Las Vegas. And they make him a branded cake that's hideous. He had one covered in money, just fake money. He'd went on a, he went, he had eaten one on an airplane. Terrible. They're those, they're those disgusting cakes that are covered in fondant and like Ugh, inedible. They've disgusting. been around for, they've been around for days. Black frosting. Black. If there's any sign that something a cake is bad, it's when you're using black frosting. It's bad because it's showing how like the aesthetic is prized over the aesthetic taste trumps and look. the taste. Yeah. So he is one that's like a Royal Rolls Royce car, <laughs> one that's just twenty nine <laughs> written out, which is terrible. One that is branded liquid pool and lounge. I mean, better than most. Mo- most of them are branded by it one. It says oak. Happy Birthday Scott tiny <laughs> on this cake that is branded, and it then so one that's just a bunch of hats stacked. He looks miserable. 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 Uh, but now that we talked about cake, we need to start brushing our teeth because we've had too much cake. You got to get that black icing off. And I'm going to brush it with my there's quip. There's no other way to get the icing off. I'm going to brush it. I'm going to brush with my quip and get all that like icing off my teeth. Oh my God. You know, we love our, you know, we love our quips. We're staying at our hotel in Nashville. I got my, my black quip. She's got her gold quip. Can't, can't, can't confuse them. They're amazing. We love taking our quips everywhere. We've been talking about quips for so long, honestly. They have sensitive sonic vibrations for an effective clean and gentle on your sensitive gums. I have very sensitive gums. I love the two-minute timer. Iconic. And mostly, I love that case that I can mount to the mount to the mirror or just put in my toiletry bag. It's great. Um, and that's why we love Quip. But you can get a Quip. It starts just $25 if you go to getquip.com slash who right now. And you can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill pack for free at getquip, G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash who. Oh my God, Ray's Instagramming our ad. Lindsay, tell us about the chum. <laughs> I love the chum. You guys, I'm obsessed with this chum. I found this new thing. I feel like I'm, I, you know, I'm not new to this. I'm not like the pioneer. I'm not Christopher Columbus of this situation. I'm not no trying to claim. No one wants to be Christopher Columbus. Know, Christopher Columbus is bad. Canceled. But, it, but it was the first discourse. Who's like a good explorer that you could use now? They were all bad, as if a man at that time was good. But do you? Have, but if I want to say I'm an explorer, who do I say? There's no way an explorer is good. I just, do you know who I just thought of? Like James Cameron, like, di- like, disco- like no going bad. down to the Titanic in a submarine. No who else is explorer? Do we have any good explorers? Lewis and Clark, they're terrible too. They're all bad. So all the explorers are bad now. No, they're all bad. Is there not one good explorer? I don't think so. Oh my God. We're How- going to need a historian to call in with one good explorer. They're going to call me like, they're all bad. One good explorer. Anyone. And this no. is not you exploring your local like 7-Eleven or whatever. Explore and explore. Okay. No. I'm Sacagawea, ex- maybe? She helped out. She was on the she trip. She's a good one. Okay. Sacagawea. I'm the Sacagawea of yes. this, uh, whatever. So on websites, as you guys know, you've Sacagawea been to websites. is the only good explorer. I'm sorry. Websites can't sell ads anymore. They have all this like display advertising. One of the ways that we- that websites like, you know, trade traffic and circulate traffic is through these, these things that, we, that the internet calls now chum at the bottom of the website. You've seen them. They're like those spammy links, photos of weird things. It's like, this do not is, eat this vegetable. This is one sign of a heart attack that you don't know about. And, and it's like a photo of like a tongue. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going to click they this give you the They give you little heebie-jeebies. They choose mm. photos that are disgusting. There's one of a finger dipped in Vaseline. Have you seen <laughs> yeah. that one recently? It's like truly, it's truly disturbing. Close above a tongue. Uh, that weird awful. fruit with all the holes. Uh, Anyways. They, they love the holes. They have versions of that that are celebrity chum. Mm-hmm. And it's always fun to kind of think about like, what is the chummiest clickbait thing from a celebrity that you would get? And what it turns out to be usually is dead. Depressing. It's like, Dep- this person is dead. dead in, in this trauma. person's Why this person's career can never come back. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. So the, you're getting a lot of that stuff. And it's usually not positive. But mm-hmm. I found a trend of positive celebrity-based chum. And now that I have seen it, I can never unsee it. It must be, it must be performing well. 
I think so. Yeah, so let me read to you these, this chum, and I feel like you'll appreciate it. You'll know, you'll know the trend once I start. Celine Dion's son is 18 now and unrecognizably handsome. <laughs> the pretty girl from E.T. is unrecognizably gorgeous now at 49. The hound is actually gorgeous in real life. Martha Stewart's daughter is 53 now and gorgeous. Mm. The Twilight daughter is 18 now and unrecognizably gorgeous. Mm. The boy in Mrs. Doubtfire is 39 now and unrecognizably oh handsome. God. So which word um, do you think performed well in the Unrecognizably. Really, which is insane. It performed, well. it performed well. Which is very much like um, TMZ's Member Them. Member Them. It's a very, we like to see then and now. What are they mm-hmm. now? What are they then? So I love this because it's just a positive spin mm-hmm. on this chum. And the boy in Mrs. Doubtfire, by the way, is... Who was 39 and, re- and unrecognizably I handsome. have seen him recently he's because on he's people. on the cover of People this week because he married Cheryl Burke. His name is Matthew Lawrence. He's Joey Lawrence's brother. He's in a little call at the top. He didn't get the front... He didn't get the actual cover because no, Alex Direct got it. Well, he didn't get... The, he wasn't also in line name, to get the his cover. His name isn't there. No, it says Dancing with the Stars Cheryl Burke exclusive wedding album. He's not... Claps. Not even named... In his know, own wedding special on the cover of People. He's named Cheryl's Inside. More famous. Cheryl's more famous. Isn't that crazy? The tides have turned. He was on Boy Meets World. Was he? He was... Pre- when Joey Wait, Lawrence was? was... Yeah. When Joey Lawrence was was peak famous, mm-hmm. Matthew Lawrence and the Lawrence brothers were pretty famous too. Okay. Do you remember that? You'll take my word for it. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on to Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Well, there's an incredible... First of all, every photo of Rita is incredible. So why would I even say there's an incredible photo? There's an incredible photo of Rita relaxing, chilling, no makeup, hair up, windowsill. I see your foot, which, you know, a lot of people are excited about seeing your foot, I'm Mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. Not me, I'm not... She must know. Not me, it's not me, it's not me. But But if it is you, who cares? she's reading slash sitting near a book. And that book... Is... Carson McCullers, The Heart is a Lonely Hunter. I haven't read it. Turn to a movie. I've never seen the movie. I've read the book. So, you know, Reed Orr has a new song, which you would also feel... It's not great. It, it's called Ritual. It's, it's with no Tiesto and someone else. It's no summer love. I don't know why Rita... Rita keeps getting, I guess, opportunities to do these, like, dance tracks, and I guess she, like, can't say no because it's, like, easy and whatever. That's the last time she said no. To she says no to music. She says yes to everything. Well, yeah. it's Pride Month, so Rita Orr is in action. She's going to revive her absolute spawned song, Pride, from last year. I wonder if she gets more money for promoting it again. It's Maybe. wild that Rita's Aura's Pride Rita's theme. Auras. It's wild that Rita Aura's Pride theme song is sponsored by Absolute Vodka. It's wild that it's bad, too. Yeah, it's not good. It should be good. It should be, Rita Aura. It should be, what have you done for me to make you feel proud? Heather Smalls, my favorite song of all time. No, the best song of all time is Never Really Over by Katy Perry. He's been singing that all weekend, and it's honestly torture. I can't do this. You know what I am going to say now? Thank you for listening to Who Weekly. Uh, this episode is now over. Thank you to PodX. Thank you to Netflix. Thank you to Music City Center. Thank you to Taylor Swift. Thank you to Dierks Bentley. Thank you to Florida Georgia Line. Thank you to BB Rexa. Thank you to Brooks and Dunn. Thank you to Dolly Parton. Thank you to what? Johnny Cash. Just anyone you've ever heard Randy of? Travis. Thank you to June Carter Cash. Um, thank you to everyone who's leaving ra- ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. Support us on patreon.com slash who weekly false on instagram twitter facebook call us at 619 who them if you want to leave a message and we will talk to you on friday goodbye goodbye you will yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they want to know hey 
a gray steering wheel that doesn't whiz out of the window while I'm driving. 